This is Brian Finale, and you're listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast. The podcast for entrepreneurs who want to grow, get better, and rewire your mind for success so you can build the business of your dreams. And now, it's time to dig deep with an MLSP industry top earner. Let's rock. Welcome to another episode of the Miley System Pro Wake Up Call podcast, and we have another amazing leader with us today, Mark Harbert. Uh, he's the man. He really is. He's been here for, you know, he's been in this space for probably like 15 years. MLSP, been with us for, actually, he's been in this space more than 15. We've been here for 14. Right? He's a guy who, uh, he just wasn't going to be denied. And he didn't come from anything special, guys. He had a regular gig. Regular job, didn't, knew nothing about internet marketing, business, sales, traffic, leads, conversion, none of that stuff, none of it. He saw an opportunity, he said he wanted to create this type of life for his family, with his family, and he got to work. He got his tail whooped, I know, he got beat around for years, different companies, different failures, but he kept learning, he kept growing, he kept his head in the game. Right? He stayed with it. And fast forward to today, probably almost closer to 20 years later, He's got uh, over a dozen courses, coaching clients. He's, he's doing the thing, membership sites, all the, all the things here. He's free. And that, guys, I mean, you know, didn't go to school for it, didn't have any time, had a kid, regular job. I know his wife, you know, asked him for, like, they, he didn't have money for food when she was like, hey, we need some milk. And he, he had credit cards maxed out, but there was no more money. That was completely against the wall, and he kept moving forward. I'm certain there was doubt. I'm certain there was fear, and he kept doing the thing. And now he's free. So it's possible, y'all. L5 leader here, top affiliate inside of MLSP, and just a, just a crazy, you know, accoladed or, or a successful marketer with all different types of platforms inside of, uh, you know, with, whether it's actually video marketing, ads, you know, email marketing. I mean, he, he's gotten very proficient at a handful of these over the course of the last few years. So always a good, uh, you know, good thing, honor to have this dude on our platform for the wake-up call. Good morning, sir. Mark Harbert, welcome to the wake-up call. What's up, Brian? Appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. And uh, it's always great to be here and serve the uh, MLSP community. Um, I love the MLSP community, and it's done so much for me over the years. And uh, so I'm always excited to come out and share and, you know, bring some value. So today I really want to dive into uh, the topic of developing mental toughness. And uh, I believe that this is really, really something that is, man, it's desperately needed today. Um, I think, uh, you know, learning to understand that the world is not just going to hand you what you want, um, you know, is is something that we need to understand. You know, we are in a fight every single day of our lives. We're in a fight every single day. And um, we're in a fight to really, from an entrepreneurial standpoint, to accept mediocre, you know, just kind of go through life existing and kind of not really, you know, doing what we really want to do or really pursuing with, you know, vigor and passion and you know, moving forward into something that really provides a lot of fulfillment for us um, and brings a great level of satisfaction as well. But we also desire to get better and better. And I think as an entrepreneur, uh, this is a lifestyle that I would never, ever um, want to give up. I, I just, I would never want to, you know, give it up. And, um, 
I, you know, it's kind of funny. Recently, I had someone reach out to me and <laughs> there was a job opening and uh, there was a job opening for this position of like marketing director and, um, you know, uh, what was it curriculum um, manager or something like that, where it was like the product you're, you're in charge of creating the products. And I was like, Neh, no, thanks. <laughs> I'm psychologically unemployable. You know, it's just kind of the way I look at it. Like I love the, the entrepreneurial lifestyle. It is the lifestyle for me is not about, and I've said this in the past, I'll say it again, it's never been about big houses and fancy cars for me. It just never has been. As a matter of fact, a couple of years ago, my wife and I were like, you know what, let's go ahead, let's get a big house. You know, so we rented a house, we signed a two-year lease in this big, nice big house in Florida. And honestly, by the end of the two years, I was like, eh, I don't really need all this. You know, I was like, I'm never going to know unless I try it. So we moved into, you know, a good-sized house, um, and honestly, by the end of it, I was like, it's honestly too much. Like it, it's more than I want. Like I don't, you know, I, I was just like, it, this isn't the reason why I got into entrepreneurship. And so, you know, it's not to say that having that huge house or that big, you know, uh, property or the mansion that you want, or you want to go out and get a Bentley or whatever it may be. That's cool. If that's your dream, it's just not mine. Like my whole thing with entrepreneurship was all about choices, just being able to make choices that I could say, nope, uh, this is what I want to do. This is what, you know, I mean, it, just that simplicity that, oh, we want to go on a vacation. Awesome. Let's just start planning it. I don't have to ask for the time off. I don't have to do this. I don't have to ask any questions other than where do I want to go? And that was really, for me, what it was all about. So, but one of the things that I've learned about being an entrepreneur is that you have to develop a certain toughness mentally. And you have to be willing to take the hits as an entrepreneur. And this is something that I have learned over the years that is so crucial to succeeding in whatever it is that you do. Uh, I could give you a myriad of examples, especially when it comes to sports, of people who, you know, you know just weren't good at one point and became awesome. You know, uh, people who, you know, you know, experienced crushing defeat and went on to become, you know, the greatest of all time. I could give you numerous examples of people that have had that. And, you know, the thing that causes someone to be a champion, to cause someone to go above and beyond the norm is mental toughness. It really is. It's a, the ability to see something and know that you're going to go after it with everything you got and nothing will deny you from getting it and uh, whatever that is. And so for me, I've really learned that that is something crucial and that's what I'm really here to talk about today. And I want to give you a couple pointers on how you can really develop that mental toughness because I think mental toughness is we need it more than ever today. I mean, you know, we do. I mean, I... <laughs> You know, I, I'm sorry, but we, our, our culture, our society has really developed a bunch of pansies. I mean, I'm sorry. A lot of people just like, you know, get one little criticism and they crumble in the corner crying because somebody doesn't like me. Well, you know, I'm sorry that person doesn't like you. Like, I want to be liked. Like, I, you know, I'm one of those guys, like, I think I get along with everybody pretty good, you know. But 
if someone doesn't like me, well, you know, that's not my problem. <laughs> I'm not I'm not out there trying to be a jerk either. You know, I'm not using that as a justification to go out and be rude and mean and cocky and arrogant, but I'm I'm also not out to try and please everybody. You see, and and this is where we really have to come to the conclusion that hey, you know what? Not everybody's going to like me. Not everybody's going, I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea. And this, unfortunately, this mindset, this, this kind of way of thinking is creating people that feel entitled, really. It's, it's this entitlement mentality that keeps people from moving forward. You know, well, I've put in six months and I've gotten no return. This doesn't work. No, whoa, 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 hold on. You got to stop right there and say, why is it not working? And you got to be willing to look in the mirror and also take personal responsibility and ask yourself, where am I not working? Okay, this is working. It's proven to work. There's other people succeed. If other people are succeeding with the thing that you are not succeeding at, then I promise you it's not the thing that's the problem. It's the one in the mirror that's the problem. And it doesn't mean that, I don't mean that in a bad way, not to denigrate yourself. You certainly don't want to get into a self-condemnation type of mindset where you're critical of yourself, like I'm a loser, I'm a jerk, I'm this, I'm that. No, you don't ever want to go there because that's just simply not true. But you do want to be able to internally reflect and go, you know, this is really something I'm struggling with personally and I either need to get help or I need to uh, figure out how I can make this uh, a little bit more of a strength and shore up that part of my life. You know, the fact that none of us are perfect is not a, it's not a, a, a license to beat ourselves up, okay? You actually, we have to, as human beings, we have to recognize that we are not perfect. Not, none of us are. Like, we are not perfect. We all make mistakes. We all fall short at times. We all fall, you know, we, we, we're literally, you know, going to make mistakes. And everybody that has lived this life knows that. And everybody that's gone on to succeed knows that. So we have to learn that as well and learn that mistakes don't define you. Mistakes are really opportunities to learn. That's really what it is. Failures are just opportunities to learn. So the first step to really becoming more mentally tough, I believe the foundation of that is emotional stability. And what I mean by emotional stability is learning how to make good decisions under pressure. Okay, that's making good decisions under pressure. One of the things, um, if you just go out and you do some searching, I think all of us, if we were to search back in our lives and we were to go back and look, we could all look back and go, yep, I made a decision there purely based on emotion and it probably wasn't a good move. <laughs> if you're right there and you've done that before, just or kind of raise your hand. If you're driving, keep driving. But the point is, I think we could all agree that we've all made decisions based on emotions before. And I don't know about you, but almost every time I've ever made a decision based on emotion it very rarely ends up being the right decision. And I'm telling you, I've done that many times in my life. And, and if you're being honest, you know that you've probably done that as well. Now, not all emotional decisions are bad, but we have to be willing 
to learn to acknowledge our emotions. I mean, I think emotions are a good thing. God gave them to us for a reason. You know, they're there. But we also have to learn not to allow our emotions to control things, okay, to, to really control decisions. One of the things that I've learned about my own emotions is that when I'm feeling emotional about something, okay, uh, I have to step back. I have to stop for a moment and step out of the situation for a while and allow myself to calm down, and then I can come back to the situation and kind of deal with it. Okay, and this is the way I handle things a lot in my life. Now, I'll give you um, an example. Many of you know that uh, in 2020, uh, for, since 2014 to 2020, I lived in Florida, okay? And uh, I was living uh, just right outside of Tampa, Florida. Absolutely loved it there. But one of the things that after my dad passed away, uh, we really felt the need to move closer to be closer to our family. And my, my family's in Michigan. We have a ton of friends here in Ohio where I live now, and we had to make that decision. Do we want to, you know, leave where we're at, and do we want to move to Ohio? Well, we got really excited about the possibility of it because we have so many friends where we live here just through our church, and we're so much closer to my family. We get to see them more often, that's for sure. And so we were emotionally excited about it. We were excited about the, the future, you know, and what we wanted to do. So I said to my wife, I said, okay, here's the thing. We're excited about this now, but let's make sure that this is the right move for us. Let's give it a month or two and then come back to the decision and sit back and then ask ourselves, do, you know, is this something that we, we still think is a good move? So that's exactly what we did. We, we, we got all excited about it. We wanted to do it. And then about a month or two later, we came back together it was me, my wife, and my daughter, and we were sitting in the living room, and we sat there for four hours, and we talked about moving. And we all three of us sat there with the emotion, and the emotional excitement of moving, so to speak, was, was tampered down, and we all sat there, and we said, yes, this is a great move for us. Let's do it. So in other words, we didn't make a split decision to just move on emotion. We allowed ourselves some time to let things marinate a little bit, give it some time. And that is just one example of, you know, making a decision not based on emotion. Now, that was a big decision. So it's probably a little bit easier to step away from emotion, you know, um, when you're making that kind of a big decision. But it's just an example. I mean, where else can you do these type of things? Because mental toughness really is a matter of self-mastery. You really have to learn to master your own thoughts, master your own ability to, you know, master yourself. Self-mastery is a huge thing, and, and especially when it comes to leadership, okay? It's the ability to make decisions under pressure. So emotional stability is really big. So I encourage you to ask yourself, like, what else? Go back and look at instances in your life where you made an emotional decision and where if you were to, to give yourself a little bit of space and to let those emotions calm down, you think you would have made a different decision. And I can guarantee you that we can learn from those mistakes. Again, they don't define you. That's very important for you to understand. But when you have that ability to control your emotions in that way, I'm telling you, you're on your way to becoming a successful person.
it is very, very important that you recognize emotional, emotional attachment, okay? In everything, when you feel an emotion towards something, and the big one is when you feel offended about something, okay? Something offends you, it starts to well up the emotions and you start to get pissed and you're angry or something like that. That's when you go up, emotional stability, I need to step back. Look, I'm telling you, I've learned this also being on social media, okay? Do you know how many times I've gone to respond to posts that I thought were total crap and then I deleted what I was going to write? You know why? Because I'm like, no, this is not worth it. It's not worth the mental stress, uh, strain, and um, I would have posted that based on an emotional response and not a measured response. Do you see what I mean? This is what leaders are really, really good at. People that run multi-million and multi-billion dollar companies are very, very good at managing their emotional state. If you want to develop that mental toughness, you need to become that self-mastery person that can control that emotional stability as well. All right, so the other thing that I believe is very, very important when it comes to developing mental toughness is perspective. And I believe perspective is something that uh, can make a huge difference in how you approach things. Um, and perspective is very important. Now, there are a lot of people that, uh, you know, and I think more today, again, these are things I think I'm hitting on more than ever today in our current, you know, culture and, and things like that. We need to have perspective. And I think perspective sometimes is kind of putting your person, your, yourself in another person's shoes or putting yourself in a different, um, a different point of view. Look at it from a different point of view. And so when, you know, you're having troubles or you're having things, um, I always tell people like, no, no matter how bad you have it, no matter how bad you think things are, no matter how bad your, your financial situation is, no matter how bad your relationships might be, uh, no matter what it is, there's always somebody that has it worse than you. Always. Okay? Always. If, if you are right now sitting in your house and you're not sure, you know, how you're going to, you know, pay the rent, um, think about it just this one second. Um, somebody's got it worse than you. Somebody right now is under a bridge somewhere just trying to stay warm. Right now, you may be in a place where you still have that, you know, that warmth. You still got a roof over your head. Okay, so give yourself that perspective that no matter how bad you think it is, somebody's got it worse. And that will help change your mindset to the fact that, hey, you know what? Things are tough right now. Things are bad, but somebody's got it worse than me. And that puts you in a whole different perspective. You know, I think one, sometimes we see some of those videos on social media, you know, they go viral where, you know, maybe they, they show somebody in a very, um, I don't know, meager state or they're in a, um, you know, they're in a, a very poor situation. And, you know, we watch something like that and then we go, geez, man, you know, all the things we bitch about, all the things we complain about mean absolutely nothing when you see something, you know, like that. Maybe somebody who's, who's you know, poor. Um, maybe somebody who's in a very tough situation. Uh, I've used, I've said this before, but, you know, when I lived in South America, 
I, I moved to Chile in late 2009. I was there till t- 2014, and I lived in Chile for four years, South America. And some of you guys may know, but in 2010, February of 2010, there was a massive 8.9 earthquake in Chile. And I just happened to be living there 50 miles from the epicenter of that earthquake. And that was a massive, massive experience, okay? Uh, I will tell you, I've never experienced anything like that in my life. Uh, Woke up at 3 in the morning with our apartment violently shaking, uh, like literally watching the walls go back and forth like I was in a freaking washing machine, okay? I've never experienced anything like that in my life. Went on for what felt like 10 minutes, and it was severely, severely traumatizing, let me tell you. And But I will tell you that even in that situation, as dire as it was, there's a huge, huge lesson I learned in that, and that was perspective. You know, we had no power for like almost two months. Uh, we ended up pooling up and we ended up staying with my brother-in-law in his house uh, for a couple weeks because we were pooling our resources because we knew that there was going to, it was going to be tough. You know, um, a tsunami hit about 15 miles up the coast from where we lived, and it ended up killing 450 people. So when I was in that situation, I remember going, no matter what, I'm still here and I'm still alive. And I have my family and we have food and we're all together and that's what matters. So I'm grateful for that. Because there's some people that didn't have that, that luxury, okay? And it ended up killing about 450 people, and it was a tragedy that happened. But I'll tell you what, it learned and gave me some perspective. And for, to make things, you know, give you one little step, and we'll finish up here, that can take it even further, is that after the earthquake happened, about a week after, and we were kind of laid up in my in my um, my brother-in-law's place, we got in the car and we had uh, some friends that we had, you know, went to church with while we were there, and we wanted to check on them, you know, people that had become dear friends in the short time that we were there. And so we got in my brother-in-law's car and we drove to, uh, there's this family that was there, um, and it was um, the husband and the wife and three kids. And, uh, you know, fairly, you know, teenage kids, so it wasn't like they were all super young, but we had never been to their house, okay? And so we drove over to their place, and we got to their place, and I remember when I got there, I was totally shocked at their place. I mean, it was poor of the poor, okay? It was, it was very, very beat up. Uh, not just from the earthquake, but it wasn't like it was, you know, we're not talking the Ritz here, okay? And, you know, it wasn't definitely, I mean, it was a very poor place. And I remember going inside, and they were all smiles, they were happy to see us, and we sat down, and we just sat there and talked with them for a while. And one of the things that, if you know, living in Chile is people make a lot of their own foods. Well, food at this point, mind you, all of the the grocery stores and everything was being looted, okay? And I remember sitting there at the table after about a week with them, knowing grocery stores were all still closed because they'd all been looted, okay? There's no place to buy food, really. And here these people are, and 
they had made these huge jars of like um, jelly, you know, marmalada is what, what they called it, marmalada, marmalade, whatever you want to call it. And so they bring over like two big jars to us and they gave them to us. And we're like, no, 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 no. You guys keep this. Like you keep it, you know, like stuff's we, we have plenty of stuff. And they're like, no, no, please, please take it. God has blessed us with so much. And we just want to give you something for coming to see us. And I immediately, pardon my French, had a huge mind fuck right there. Like, I mean, I don't know how else to say it, okay? But I had this huge mind fuck. And it was like, I literally look, pardon my French, guys, but I just, to me, it totally screwed my mind because I'm thinking, all this time, like, I've been thinking that having an abundant mindset was all about the fancy cars and the big houses and all the stuff. And here these people are, they're smiling, they're blessed, they're happy, and yet their house has a freaking hole in the corner. I can see daylight out of it. And they're telling us, we want to bless you with the abundance that God has given us. And I am just like totally out of my gourd here, okay? I don't even know. So that was the lesson I feel I learned about perspective. Because no matter what you do, no matter how bad your situation is, somebody always has it worse than you. So when you realize that, that ought to put you into an immediate state of gratitude. And I left that day, I left there a changed man. I left a changed man. I left with a whole different perspective about what life is about. So for me, that was one of the greatest experiences I could have ever gone through in a weird, wacky way was to experience that massive earthquake. Because I'll tell you what, I learned a lot about myself and I learned a lot about what being grateful means. And you ought to be grateful that you woke up this morning in a nice toasty bed and you got food in the refrigerator. Because if you got that and you got a roof over your head and you got food, trust me, things could be a lot worse. Because for a lot of people, it is. And when you have that perspective, it can change you in a major way. That is one way you build mental toughness is to get a different perspective and stop looking so inward all the time at your own situation and realize that, guess what? Somebody's got it worse than you. So develop those two things, emotional stability and perspective. And I'll tell you what, you will go far. You really will. And these are some things that I've learned. I Believe me, I got, way, I got plenty of ways to go myself. You know, I got lots of learning to do. And, uh, you know, I'm still learning too. Till the day I take my last breath, I'll never stop. So I love you guys. We'll see you over on the Facebook page here. And uh, we'll talk about a few more things, all right? Appreciate you. Thanks. And uh, love the MLSP community. Uh, this is such a great place. Super grateful to be here and super grateful for all you guys. All right, talk soon. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast with Brian Finale and the MLSP Leaders. To learn how MLSP can help you get more leads and make more money in your business starting today, visit www.mlsp.com and take your risk-free test drive. MLSP.com That's MLSP.com, creating tomorrow's leaders today.